Welcome to the State of America Road Report. With your hosts, David Hudson and Ian Rice. All right, everybody, welcome to a, uh, another episode of the State of America podcast. This is going to be a uh, different one. It's just me flying solo as Ian uh, is working and could not be here, but we wanted to get an episode out as quick as possible with uh, an interview from uh, someone that was actually at the show last night. So because uh, for the sake of brevity, uh, the audio may be a little rougher on this one. There's not going to be all the bells and whistles that Ian normally puts on there, which that'll be okay. This is just kind of a one-time thing. So obviously everybody knows last night the Crows opened up the Shaker Moneymaker Tour at the Ascend Theater in Nashville, Tennessee, and they're going to play again tonight. And uh, by all accounts, everybody I knew that went had a good time and enjoyed it. And I've said from the beginning that I was going to keep an open mind on this and I would uh, see how things played out before uh, I came to a, you know my opinion on it. And based on everything I saw and heard, Sounds like it went off really, really well. So we have with us today Rex Cunningham. And if you're a Crows guy, you know he posts over all the uh, Crows um, Facebook groups. And he's just a real positive guy and a real big music fan. He's also a massive Dirty Honey fan. So he uh, he had the best of both worlds last night. So, uh, Rex, how are you feeling this morning? Uh, a little tired, but uh, ready to do night two. So it was, uh, you know, the, uh, the weather was a little hot out there last night, but... Uh, you know, as soon as the band started hitting the stage, everything was just like, you know, nobody gave a damn. Everybody was kind of dancing around. It took a little minute, but just uh, trying to get a little rest before we go back out there. Filled up on some Mexican food, going to take the nap like old men do, and then we're going to hit back out tonight. So uh, a little cooler today here in Nashville, a little cooler. Well, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on was you actually went all out on the meet and greet. You had the uh, side stage access. You did the actual meet and greet. So before we get to the show, I... I have had numerous people say there's some things they want to know about how that went. So first of all, when did you get your email confirmation as to uh, where and when to show up? Well, actually it was, uh, it was funny because my buddy Joe, he was the one that got the ticket. So we were looking for it and we were expecting something from, uh, you know, Ticketmaster or from maybe Crows Management or something like that. And uh, it's not, it's a whole separate company. And I can't remember the, uh, actual name of the company it's something i've net or something like that it was actually in the spam folder so we just got it yesterday morning if i'm not mistaken it was yesterday morning joe got it so we did we were trying to contact people it was a little you know i knew there was going to be a little bumps and you know hitches in the road on the first night and stuff like that but the email confirmation came that morning and then it gave real you know clear and concise uh, details on where to go so All right. so at what time were you supposed to show up for it uh, well, okay, so check-in started at uh, 3.30 and went from uh, from 3.30 to 4.45. And they got a little VIP booth outside the venue that you could walk up, and they, you know, give you some information. You get your laminate. So we got there real early at 3.30. We wanted to get out and hang out with some of the other fans. All right. How many people would you say got the meet and greet? Uh, 
man. Uh, I would say there was probably in the neighborhood somewhere of 75 to maybe 100. Probably more like 75. I think people were there. You know, when we first got there, it was like maybe 20 of us. But it was actually kind of cool. The more people that came in, you know, we all kind of hung out and, you know, got to talk about the, you know, what our expectations were. And we found out how many people went to all these shows. And there was a lot of CRB people there that were, you know, really pumped up. So it was cool. It was very so cool. At what point did they take you back? Uh, okay. So they give you your swag bag with all the stuff in it. You go out there at 3.30 when you check in or at 4.45, whatever you want to do. And then you have to... Uh, at five o'clock, they take you back. You go back at five o'clock, get in the line. The girl gives her spill. And uh, Emily, great girl. The girl that's doing stuff with the crows, doing the meet and greet. She's wonderful. Very organized, very professional, and very damn funny, too. So she was real sweet. So. All right, so what's the spill? The, it's basically, okay, <laughs> due to COVID, you know, as we've stated so many times before when we were talking about things, there's a... You know, they want you to wear a mask up to the band. You don't have to get the picture. When you go to get your picture, you don't have to have a mask on. But I have to say this, too. I think 99% of the people, even when they walked up, didn't have the mask on. And Chris and Rich didn't seem to be too worried about it. But, uh, you know, the management, the people, the girl that was doing the meet and greet was kind of like trying to, you know, enforce it. And uh, they don't want any interaction with the band. So if you're bringing stuff to get signed, it's not going to happen. If you're going out there thinking you're going to get some talk time, I think I was the only one that got talk time with them because they instigated it with me because I had my Young Ones t-shirt on. And, you know, if anybody knows Chris and Rich, those guys are big Young Ones fans from the old show back in the 80s. So it's more like, you know, it's it's a little bit of a uh, assembly line process you go through. They got lines on the ground. You stand on this side. They stand on that side. Snap the picture. And on to your seat. So, I mean, were the other people at least able to say, hey? Oh, yeah. They said, hey, you can say, hey, but it went like they didn't want to sit there and go, hey, I've seen this many shows. I remember seeing you guys back in the, you know, the early 90s. And, I, you know, I've got a great story. I was wanting to share with them because I saw them as Mr. Crow's Garden in 89. And I was one of four people in the place. And of course, you want to sit there and talk to that. Well, you got 75 people in line. Yeah. Yeah. They, they got to get back there and get ready for the show. And stuff. I, I was really lucky when I met Chris with Esther Crow Flies, it's like 20 people. And so right. I got to, you know, got to BS with him a little bit. All right. Yeah. So you go through, you take your picture. And uh, as you explain to people how you get your picture after it's taken, because there's a lot of people concerned about this. Okay. So the original thing was they told us that it would be like three days, 72 hours after you take the picture. You know, they'll send you an email with a link and then you click on that link and then you will go to this website and you can download your pictures. And I think there was two. We had two pictures that uh, they took. Uh, we woke up this morning, two hours after we got up, the link was already there. So we already got our meet and greet pictures back the next day. And it was really cool. So they and uh, Rich is almost smiling in one. So let's not get too excited. But it was pretty. They were actually both smiling, and having a good time last night. So about but, you know. Right now, it was the next day. Probably as the tour progresses, I imagine it'll actually be a couple of days. Before people All right. Going. So you go through there, you get your picture. What time, at what time were were you able to go to your seat at that point? Like how, how much, how long did it take you to go through the line? Well, I mean, we went, we, we were, well, we were like the fourth, fourth and fifth person that were at the front, but it took about, I would say it took about 45 minutes for the line to go through. Cause we, we went down now. So like we went through the line 
And then we went back. We did have the opportunity to go to the merch booth. So you get first crack at the merch booth and get that all the way. By the time we went down there the, uh, to the merch booth and we got back, you know, the line was gone. You know, it was pretty much gone. So it was maybe 45 minutes for the whole line to go through. And as far as seats go, it's really going to be up. It's going to be dependent upon the venue because the security was like, they were like, y'all can hang out over by the merch booth. Y'all can hang out here in the, uh, you know, in the row in the center aisle. But they wouldn't let us go down to the seats until probably about, I guess it was probably about 6, 630 or something like that. Uh, about the same time that they opened the doors for everybody else. All right. How was the merch? Merch was great. A lot of it, a lot of, a lot of options. There was, you know, of course, uh, the, the shirts are running at about 40 bucks, but they got, and they got a tie dye that's uh, 60 bucks. It's wonderful though. I think I'm going to get that one tonight. And uh, they've got plenty of options. They got a nice, uh, like a bomber tour jacket type thing like that. It was a little expensive for my taste and everything like that. Not really my style, but they've got posters. They had a Nashville shirt last night too. So I'm hoping that they do that as a trend, you know, have like specific, you know, merch and t-shirts for the shows they're at. I don't know if it's just because Nashville's being the first one, but uh, they do have those shirts. They look like the poster and the sign that's been uh, in Nashville up there. So they're really cool, very colorful. And the white shirt, to be honest with you, the tour, I think, which is the actual tour shirt, was my favorite. And uh, like I said, it was 40 bucks. I got my girlfriend one. She'll be happy because she didn't get to come. So better go home with something. All right. So you go to your seats. And um, I guess the, the number one thing that people kind of want to know is how was the crowd? From everything I saw, it looked near capacity. Okay. So <laughs> it's funny she asked because we've been – I've had that question probably message and text to me more today than anything else. Uh, so when uh, Dirty Honey came out, there was still a lot of empty seats there, you know, and you look on the on the Live Nation map and the Ticketmaster app and you're going, oh, blue dot, blue dot. There's a lot of blue dots here. By the time the Crows took the stage, I don't think a mosquito, a fly, and a gnat could have fit in the place. It was packed from front to back. I mean, literally, the lawn seats were packed. I mean, I looked out when we sat up in the crow's nest last night, and as we looked out, I was like, where the hell did all these people come? A lot of people did pass up, and I do not advise passing up going to see Dirty Honey, which I am a big fan. But you should get there and see these guys. But a lot of people last night, I think, were like, hanging out at the merch table. They were staying in the bars in Nashville. And then they came in right about the time halfway through Dirty. By the time halfway through Dirty Honey was, you know, over, it was pretty much packed place. It was pretty much a packed house by the end. So. All right. So you're a massive Dirty Honey fan. Um, how long did they play? They played an hour. They played, okay. they played a good solid hour. They hit all their big songs. Uh, in fact, I think pretty much they did everything they've been doing on their tour and they took out the solos and stuff like that that they normally have. But uh, they came out and they interacted with the crowd and everything like that. And they also hang out at their merch booth afterwards and, you know, and get to you know meet people and stuff like that. Super great guys. Great guys from California. And, and uh, it was cool to see because Mark and all of them. Mark's a huge, uh, their lead singer. He's a huge uh, Black Crows fan. So it was, it, was, it was like watching a dream come true for somebody. That was really cool. All right, so Dirty Honey gets done. At this point, does somebody come get you to take you up on stage? Okay, so what they do on the on the Crow's Nest package, on the Jealous Again thing, uh, they uh, they give you directions beforehand. They give you this little piece of paper. It says it's immediately after Dirty Honey's over. 
they will take you over this meet over here on the side of the stage. When we did the meet and greet, the girl told us also, if you're on the jealous again, you need to be over here right after Dirty Honey because we're going to take you up. Now, I'm going to say this, too, and this is some pretty important information, is that if you're going to do that crow's nest package, you need to go to the bathroom, get your drink and everything like that. There's no food, no drink, and there's no leaving once you get up in the crow's nest. And there's no going to the bathroom either, as we can tell. Now, if it's an emergency, I'm sure they will, you know, security would have escorted you down. But uh, they were very clear, like, there's not going to be a lot of coming and going like that. Because you go through the backstage area to go to the crow's nest. And, right. like, and last night, we were all, there was nine of us that did the package last night. And we were all on one riser. And anybody that's seen pictures from last night knows that they got two big risers on either side of the stage. And I think uh, the, uh, you know, on Chris's side, a uh, Rich's side of the stage, it was more like family, I think, and local people, you know, that they know on our side was like the VIP guests and stuff like that. So, but yeah, you definitely need to make sure that you go to the restroom before you go, because I saw a few people that indulged a little bit too much and were struggling toward the end of the show. <laughs> All right. So the lights go down, <clears throat> the, you know, um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about, cause I'm, the video is kind of grainy. There's something going on at that bar on stage um, before. So explain that to me because I couldn't quite follow it. It was all, that was, we were like, when we got up there, we were like, what the hell is it? Are they got a bar? How do we get those seats? That's where we we're already in the group. Best seat now. So how do you get those seats? So what they do, they got this full looking like, uh, you know, uh noir looking forties, uh, uh, bar type looking thing you know it looks like a place where you know bogey would have hung out or something like that and all the band you know uh you know the, the backup singers and everything and they come out and they sit down there and they're sitting there and of course chris and rich are still kind of off stage chris is sitting on the drum riser and they all sit there and all of a sudden they're playing you know they're playing shake your money maker the old song and and uh and they're sitting there having a drink. They're literally, there's a, there's a bartender back there pouring drink. He stayed back there the whole show. So they sit there and they have the drinks and somebody, and Chris is sitting there with his little umbrella in front. And about that time, Rich comes out with, uh, you know, you know, twice as hard. You hear that riff and, and they are all start working their way around. But that bartender stayed there the whole damn time during the show. I was like, what a great job. You get to see the crows every night standing on the stage and you get to serve them drinks throughout the whole show. So it was, it was, it was badass, man. It was really cool. All right, Rex, from all your Facebook posts that I, you know, um, that I followed over the years, you're, you're a snazzy dresser. <laughs> uh, you, 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 you like to dress the part. Even yeah. you had to be impressed with that suit that Sven had on. Oh man. I'll tell you what, that's what the first thing I was like, I was going, yeah, I need that. I need that. <laughs> I need that. I, I mean, my girlfriend will tell you, it's like, man, uh, she's, she calls it my costume closet. That's what she calls it, my costume closet. I got my rocker clothes. And so, but yeah, Spence's suit was unbelievable, man. And what a, and that was like seeing him last night. And I'm going to say this too. I watched him and Isaiah's interaction last night. That man was up there supporting Isaiah. They all were. They all kept looking over at Isaiah last night, letting him know you're doing the deal. You know what I'm saying? And we know how wrong it can go when it comes to guitar players over there. And let me tell you something, man. He really killed it last night. I was yelling down. I mean, I was yelling down at him the whole time. You're killing it, man. You're killing it. So, uh, yeah, they dressed all the guy, everything they had on last night. It, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, it's good to see him back out and, and having fun and, uh, like I said, you know, the stage show was good, but what it comes down to with Black Crows all the time is the music. And the music was quality. 
And, uh, you know, the crowd was right, man. It was a great time. So, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely got to go. I'm more, I've been going around Nashville trying to up my, uh, up my uh, costume from last night. So I don't think it's going to happen. But uh, no, I'm going I'm to have to look for more fashion chips from Chris. What's well, definitely the most production I've ever seen them have. Oh, yeah. Uh, probably going back to the Highs the Moon tour. Um, and it, it, it was, for me, it was interesting because everybody and their brother was sending me videos and, and pictures right. and stuff. So I spent, I was sure. watching the whole night. And um, one of the things I thought was interesting was I've, I've never seen them, you know, with that kind of production, but to me, it did not take away from it. A lot of times I think when you have bells and whistles like that, you're trying to make up for something. Right. And, <laughs> Go, Go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. Now, and, I, was, I was gonna say there was, you know, there was the light bulb things coming down. I didn't even notice that until like into the second, you know, the past shake your money mayor. I was like, oh wow, they got I wasn't even looking at the lights. I was more focused on, you know, what was going on on stage and stuff like that. And I saw, you know, five, six, seven people having a blast playing music together last night. So well, you know, Tom Tom Petty had stuff like that at the end too, and so and I was like. Tom Petty doesn't need, you know, he never needed that, that stuff, you know? So, uh, and the crows don't either because the music carries the message. Yeah. One of the other things I wanted to ask you, and you may not be the person to ask this because you were sitting on the side of the stage. How loud were they? <laughs> they were loud on stage last night. Let me tell you something. Because I've, say, I've, I've, I've heard that the drummer was mic'd up pretty loud. See, I didn't hear him out okay. front. Really what we heard where we were at was mostly stage volume and Isaiah you know, he was pretty, and we were on his side, and, you know, in fact, I was watching some of my videos, you know, right before we talked, and, and I can hear his guitar, I've got some videos, like, on, uh, on Good Friday, he was, yeah, he was scorching on Good Friday, and, you know, so was Rich, man, Rich was, you know, but it sounded good, we'll be out, we're, I'm sitting out front tonight, we're row two for tonight, so we're going to get to hear a little bit more of how the mix was, but, you know, I was, I was really impressed, even with their stage mix last night, because, you know, except for, like, on some of the harder rockers, like, you know, uh, like Remedy and stuff like that, Chris was clear as a bell the whole time, even on stage, you know, his monitor, you know, we could hear it all that, we could hear everything, so the vocals were not drowned out at all last night, and, yeah, they're, they're loud, but, it didn't seem to really, really, you know, and there's a, there's a degree of an older fan at a Crow show now. So, uh, you know, and even though, you know, the people, everybody was up dancing, man. I mean, it didn't seem to really, you know, it wasn't too loud for grandpa, you know, and I include myself in that category, by the way. So, but yeah, it was, it was nice. It was nice. All right. So they, they play through Moneymaker and, and, you know, they've done two full shows of that. So everybody has had a chance to, to hear that. But we haven't heard the chance to hear, haven't had the chance to hear Brian Griffin on drums. Um, yeah. what, what, what were your thoughts? Because just as the uh, Mark Ford portion is right. is a heavy cross to bear, the Steve Gorman portion is just as a uh, heavy. Well, the the bar on that the bar on that one to me was Wiser Time because you know I mean it's that Wiser Time cowbell and stuff like that. And you can, I mean, you know. God, please don't let me get crucified for saying it's like I love Gorman. Trust me, man. I would love to see him back there, and you know, and every like everybody else. But the thing was, you know, Brian, he did a wonderful job, man. I mean, I was nothing. I mean, every song he played last night, man. I was watching him. I was really focused on Isaiah more because I'm a I'm a I'm a bass player and a guitar player, so I was standing right there by him. But you know, I didn't feel like it. You know, there was not anything missing. You know, All, everything his his timing was perfect. And I was really, to be honest with you, I was watching him and him and Rich were leading the rest of the band, you know, which was kind of strange because 
he's the new guy, really, more or less, out of all the, you know, the five, you know, instrumentalists in the band or whatever. And uh, he was the new guy. So he was kind of like, you know, well, of course, also, he's the timing. So I, I feel, you know, and I think it's he's just going to progress. The longer they jam together over the tour, it's going to get better. I can't wait to hear some different songs come in. You know, there's a lot of stuff. You know, like Wiser Time wasn't the, it wasn't the 12-minute Wiser Time, but it was the eight-minute, you know? And I mean, yeah. uh, so, and um, uh, I can't, and, and forgive me for, I can't remember the keyboardist player, you know, the Joe Robinette. Yeah, yeah, he did great. And uh, I mean, you know, it's once again, another Wiser Time. You know, you get to that point in Wiser Time and, you know, all you're thinking is Eddie, you know, all you're thinking is Eddie. And trust me, Brian, he was he was way more Eddie than some of the other keyboard past keyboard players, I think, last night. And I mean, and uh, yeah, they didn't do descending. If they if they were done descending, I, they would have probably seen a grown man cry last night because that was uh, I was hoping to hear it. But maybe, you know, there's still a lot of tour left. Yeah, he passed the wiser time test last night. Yeah, he definitely that's, did. That's, definitely that's, did. That's, that's so unfair to put that on somebody. But if you mess up, you know, remedy, thorn, wiser and descending, there's in a lot of fans' eyes, there's no coming back. There's not. There's not. And so I listened to it last night. It sounded perfectly fine to me. All right, let's get to the hits portion because this has been a, okay. a big subject of debate. Um, I was lucky enough, a little birdie sent me the set list before yeah. uh, before they came on, so I knew what they were going to play. But um, I thought all in all, it's pretty much what I thought it was going to be. Uh, with the exception, I didn't think High Head Blues would be. That was the biggest surprise. That was definitely the biggest surprise. I thought, I, th- I mean, and it still may happen, with it being a quote-unquote rock show, their licking is going to get played. That's um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was, they, they only did, you know, Soul Singing was the only song they did off lines, and I would have loved to have heard licking or, you know, A Miracle to Me. I would have loved to have heard that as well. And, I mean, they didn't they didn't even touch war paint, which is kind of, you know, I mean, I would love, you know, I thought Goodbye, Daughters of the Revolution might make it into the set list and probably still will. Uh, yeah, High Head Blues was definitely a surprise for everybody, you know, and Southern uh, Southern Harmony, as much as they did off that last night with No Speak, No Slave, you know, and then, of course, they did Hotel Illness, which is, and the only song they didn't do that I was kind of half expecting was uh you know my morning song i would love to heard that that was that's my favorite song so but you know what yeah so i mean and i still think that we will hear that somewhere along the line but yeah they they were real diverse like i said especially with the um you know the 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 pre-2000s 2000 2001 from lines you know on back to you know shake your money maker of course they were, you know, they, they, they did a nice little uh, taste of each album, you know, uh, by your side, even got, you know, a little play on there and stuff like that, uh, which I was kind of hoping, as you'll see, I will, I'm holding it up and you can't see this, but I have a Welcome to the Good Times t-shirt. And uh, that's that's been the song for the past year. I've been waiting for this night, last night, because all we've been saying is like, good times are coming. They're coming back. So we've been waiting. So that's been my motto and that's been my mantra the whole time during the pandemic and all the great stuff that happened in 2020 something tells me go faster is going to get swapped out tonight for kicking my heart around that's what i think so too i was kind of i was kind of surprised that uh you know that they did that one too that was that was a surprise to me anything i mean by your side like i love that album that's one of the last uh you know tours that i i got to see back in when i lived in birmingham and i saw them at the alabama theater and but yeah i could see those two getting swapped out and like i said you know, how much southern harmony can you do because to me you can do the whole damn album and i ain't got a problem we could be doing a two album tour and i'd almost be happy with it 
But, uh, you know, no conspiracy. Uh, you know, there was some more off of Morka that I could, I would like to her descending, of course, you know, you know, PS 25, you know, all, all these things like that would be great to hear. And I think they will make it in the list, but I know because they rehearsed this week, as everybody knows, because it was all over the internet. I think that, uh, the longer they go on, the more they play together, they'll start bringing in some of those songs and some of the, uh, quote unquote, you know, closet classics to the big fans like us, you know, they want to hear that stuff there. You know, most of the people come, they you know, want to make sure you get all the, you know, remedy and wiser time and stuff like that. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, uh, you know, little space captain or anything like that. You know, any, any of the little uh, willing. I would love to hear him do willing live one more time. man. I'm a you know, little feet fan from way back. So, yeah, it's going to grow. It's going to grow. Chris said, I believe it was in the Eddie Truck interview, they had about 35 songs. So oh. Moneymaker is either 10 or 11, and then they probably did another 10 or so last night. It was you 20 got, songs last night. Okay, you got to think. I think if they do a cover, it's going to be a rock like Hush or Jumpin' Jack Flash yeah. again, or yeah. maybe like Can't You Hear Me Knocking. So I, I think it's going to be something that most people would know, and it's going to yeah. be up because clearly this tour is going to be up-tempo. Um, yeah. it's not, it's not going to be about, you know, jams and stuff like that. I could see good Friday getting swapped out maybe for like sunflower or gone. Yeah. Yeah. Know, something yeah. like that. That would, that would be, that would be great. All right. Heavy. So I could see heavy making it off by your side in there somewhere too, possibly because they got yeah. the backgrounds and, uh, uh, only halfway to, you know, halfway to everywhere. No, that was another one. I was like, that would be, you got the singers back there. You know what I'm saying? But it was kind of funny though, because I think they're still getting acclimated to the whole live show as well. So right. like, you want to do the safe stuff, but also, you know what I'm saying? You want to make sure you cover the stuff with the fans. But yeah, it was, it was, it was uh, the whole experience last night. I mean, that, you know, they were having fun, man. They were having, they was like, <laughs> you probably saw the picture I posted of, uh, of Rich, you know? I mean, Rich was cracking up the whole time, man. And I was like, I mean, it was great. And I mean, he had his family there. You know, everybody's family was there last night. It was just a real good, you know, party atmosphere. It's what, you know, it's what we all need right now. So so if anybody is on the fence, I kind of got a feeling what you would say, but I want to hear it in your words about going. Yeah. About going? Go. Yeah. This is the tour of the year, man. I mean, you know, I follow a lot of bands around and stuff like that. And, you know, of course, the Stones and the Crows are my two favorite all-time bands, you know, imagine that, you know. And then, uh, so, uh, I mean, this is definitely the tour of the year to see right now. And, I mean, uh, you know, going back, just uh, backtracking a little bit on the, uh, on doing a uh, cover or something like that, I would love to see them go back. When I saw, you know, Mr. Crow's Garden in 89, they came out and opened with, I think it was Stay With Me, you know, a Faces song. I would love to hear them do an old face to bring it back all the way to the beginning of what they do. That would be awesome. But, yeah, on the, as far as the tour, I mean, go. It's a time out. You're going to go. You're going to hear the songs. You're going to hear all the good songs that you like. And then you hear some songs you probably, you know, the average fan that's going to hear Shake Your Moneymaker, they may not know about High Head Blues. They needed to hear that last night. So I would definitely go. Uh, you know, if you're if you're on the, you know, I'll say this about the meet and greet too. If you're going for the meet and greet experience, it's great to go get the picture, but don't go thinking you're going to have a lot of interaction, getting stuff signed and everything like that, because you know it's not going to happen. I just don't want people, you know, to think, you know, people always put higher expectations on meet and greet sometimes. And right now, we're lucky to even keep the meet and greet with the way things are. 
And, you know, we pray that that continues on because so anyway, but yeah, uh, I definitely, man. I mean, there was nobody that walked out of that place last night with a frown on their face. Nobody was, nobody was going, oh man, I can't, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, everybody was running around happy as hell. And I guarantee you, you will see a spike in ticket sales this week. I, I, I mean, you know, people all over, I mean, I've got, I'm doing eight, nine shows and ending up and I've got Dublin tickets for Dublin, but I don't think, you know, that's going to happen for me. I don't know. They'll probably get to go over there and tour possibly, but I don't think we're going to be able to go over there and see them. But I mean, uh, don't look at the Ticketmaster app thinking that there's going to be tickets available. It's time to go out and get the tickets right now, because if not, you're going to be sitting on a lawn seat, get the seats down front. And the Ascend Amphitheater was really nice. Most of these amphitheaters were you know, I heard a lot about it. they shouldn't be playing these bigger places and these are too big. Not here. Nashville was packed out. Now, you know, I expect Nash, you know, Atlanta is going to be packed out, you know, and some of the bigger venues. And uh, but, yeah, get out and go, man. I mean, uh, what, what what have y'all been doing for the last year and a half? I was telling my buddy last night, I'll say this is this is the funniest thing. We were walking down the stairs and like Dirty Honey was on and I'm up doing the book and dancing and everything like that. And these people started like. Y'all act like damn live music's been going on for a year and a half. I was like, get your ass out of the seat. Let's, let's shake it, man. You know, I was walking around like basically like the Goodwill Ambassador last night. There was by the time the crows came on stage, there wasn't an ass that wasn't shaking in the whole place. I can guarantee you that. Top to bottom, from 13 on up to 65, man, they were all out there dancing. Well, I am for sure excited about going to see them now. I only have tickets for Birmingham. I got a feeling Atlanta maybe. uh maybe added to the itinerary for me. Um, Come on and join me. I'm front row, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really excited about it. And I, I think from most of what I saw yes, last night on social media and on the message boards, people, people thought it was good and, and it's good. You know, this could lead to something else. It, you know, we, there, there may be another tour where we get, you know, a 20 minute, my morning song and we get Will yeah. and we get feathers and stuff like that. But for right now, this is the band, and this is the band that is. And so we need to enjoy it while we can right, and, exactly. uh, and and go. And, and the more, you know, the more this is supported, the more we'll get other stuff from them down the road, I kind of think. I definitely think so. I, I think, you know, they, they, there's been that interview where they said they got some songs written and stuff like that. And hopefully maybe we'll even get to hear one of those live somewhere along this tour. That would be really cool. But, you know, um, like I said, you know, right now I, I am willing to accept that they are having a good time. And I play in a band with my brother, so I know what it's like. You know what I mean? I know right. there's tension there. We've been doing it for not as long as the Crows have, but, you know, I like the whole fact that uh, this tour seems to be a healing process. They seem to be having fun last night together. And, I mean, you know, the crowd was enjoying it, and they were giving out, and the crowd was giving back, and that's what you want. That's what it's that exchange that we go to these shows for. And then that's what music is, exchange between the artist and the fan, you know, and being on both sides of the fence, you know, it's, uh, I know it's always, you know, if I put it out there, I want it back. And they were putting it out there hard and heavy last night. Hey man, let me tell you something. <laughs> if you're seeing me during thick and thin last night, I think the people standing around me thought I was going in some kind of epileptic fit or something in there. Cause I was just really, it just the spirit overcome me last night during that song. So yeah, get out and go see the shows, man. Don't sit at home. I mean, there's nothing else to do. This is the time to do it. You know, this is the time price ain't that bad if, you, if you're if you're tight on money grab a lawn seat you know saying it's the it's about the music you know you know what chris and rich look like 
but the music right there and hearing that stuff live is what it's all about. All right, Rex, uh, really appreciate this. I think a lot of people are going to appreciate the, uh, the meet and greet information and stuff like that and what to expect. And, uh, maybe you can, you can meet up and hang out before the Birmingham show. Definitely so. Definitely so. We'll be there. I'm not, like I said, you know, the funny thing was, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this before we go is like, uh, the little flip flop at the end of the tour dates right there. So I had, you know, Birmingham and, uh, Alabama, I mean, Birmingham and Atlanta. And then I had Tampa and West Palm and I think, okay, well, I got some time. Now I got four shows and five nights. So if you're looking to meet me and you want to come out and hang out with a Crows fan and you like to dance, I'll be at those four shows. Definitely. So anyway, thank you, David, for having me on. I love you. I love y'all's podcast, man. Tell you and I said, Hey, and, and like I said, I hope look forward to see you in Birmingham. All right, everybody stay tall and Ian and I'll be with you in a few days. Come on.